What the fuck is up, everybody? What's up, <laughs> you fucking losers? <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. That one, them. that one might have been a little bit aggressive. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Exposed, the, the best, best podcast, podcast in the world. world. I'm your host, Matoki Maxted. And I'm Emmett Barnes. Just Emmett Barnes. Just me. <laughs> I'm just me, and I'm genuine, and I'm just me. Hey, uh, you'll probably like this story. So I went to a gay bar the other day for the first time ever. Whoa. Never been to a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Weird that you'd think that I would automatically like the story. No, I, I, I do, sh- but yeah, yeah. weird that you would assume that. No, I'm not assuming anything. I'm just saying. You, you know probably... what they say about assuming. It makes you gay. It gets in the way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it gets in the way of you telling me this story about this gay bar. Dude. Oh yeah, no, it was really cool. So um, I've obviously never had anything against it, but I've never been in the position to ever go to a gay bar. Um, and in what's your favorite position? <laughs> 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 um, but uh, I guess uh, I just was with a group of people, and they were like, "Okay, we're going here." And that's that. And I was like, "All right, bet that's perfect." I've always wanted to go. I know we almost went to a gay bar together. We did. And we even had an episode of the podcast called We Went to a Gay Bar. And then we found out it wasn't. And then we clickbait, baby. <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> Y'all got pranked. Uh, I made millions off of you thinking <laughs> that we went to a gay bar together. That's right. We're master queer babies. Right. And millionaires. Uh, but um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was called Fuck. No, it wasn't called Fuck. It was called Fuck. fuck. It was it's called, called Fuck, parentheses, for men. <laughs> So it was weird because it was actually two bars slash like clubs, but they were literally connected. Mm. Uh, one was called the chapel. Were they docked? <laughs> were they docked? <laughs> Do you know what docking is? No, I don't know what that means. Docking is when two men put their penises together and one of them is uncircumcised oh. and he puts his foreskin. <laughs> oh! Is that real? <laughs> That's real. What the fuck? Uh, uh, well, I'm learning something new. For sure. Cut that one out. I never knew there was a name for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I was, I'm was. i just trying to no, make as many good. puns as I can. Okay, so it's uh, two clubs and yeah. they're connected together. One's called The Chapel. That's the only one that was so memorable to me. And the other one was... And there's no gay people so, allowed in that one. Uh, yeah, well, of course, because it's like, they're sinners, right? No, I, I don't know. I thought that was interesting because... <laughs> Okay, let me give you a little. Uh, let me let me paint the picture here for you, please. So we walk in, right? Uh, we kind of wait in line, what have you? And then we walk in. It's like a party. It's a fucking dance floor. Everybody's grooving. I love that. Um, you know, a, a lot of gay people. Um, That's weird. Yeah, I know, right? At a gay bar, who would thought? <laughs> and uh, it's cool. And then there, uh, I was with some people, and they're like, "Yo, we got to go to the other side. We got to go to the chapel." I was like, what? Like, Wait, what? It's not Sunday. You know, what, what, they're like, we, we got to go pray this gay away. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, that's where our table's at or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go. And then we walk over. And then I realize it shifts from like being almost half and half guy girls into being like uh, probably roughly 90% men. Okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. I've, I've never been to a gay bar. I thought I had, but I hadn't. <laughs> But the, I'm surprised that it's 50% women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, there are, like, lesbians and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm just realizing right now, so so gay bar, because it, it makes sense, because otherwise there would be lesbian bars, you know what I mean? <laughs> but so a gay bar is yeah. not just advertised as being, like, men, men. men gay. Right, right, right. God, that makes so much more yeah. sense. Very much so, just like LGBT, um, you know, plus everyone involved there. Um, So we're walking over (laughs) to the chapel, um, and there's just like a lot of hot guys, you know, and everyone just like looks. 
the part. You know, they're all flirting with each other. It's every. It's like, it's like if it was a normal bar or club. It's but like everyone's a, like m- more like inviting and cool with everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, gay people are just cooler, I guess. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, we are. Um, That's not. I shouldn't joke about that. I'm not actually gay. Yeah, I've I've never got so many people looking at me and like you know being. I could tell they're somewhat flirty, you know, got the flirty eyes. Dude, you you said that everyone's flirting with everyone, and I just pictured this flirty game of telephone. <laughs> we're just, just pass ev- yeah, pass it on. You He's see what nice what you come up with at the end. He's got a nice ass, turns into I want to have sex with you in the bathroom or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But, like, it's just because somebody else actually said that, and then they thought it was. Um, so I walk over to the table. We're meeting people. And then we're actually, I, I guess I won't really say names because it doesn't matter, but we're meeting some gay icons. Okay. Uh, people who are really big within the community. Queer uh, eye. Who all, yes, that's right. Tan France was there. That's awesome. Uh, no, he, he uh, so the people there, they're like getting recognized like fucking crazy. Mm. And of course, because that's their scene. Yeah. Right. Um, and they're like popping bottles. They're fucking going crazy. Um, and it was like, cool. It was like, I've never even met them before. Uh-huh. Um, and one of them actually had security. Um, and like, so throughout the club, they're getting followed like really closely by this guy who's just like making sure everyone around him is just okay. Is having a good to... time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but I will say on the negative side of things, even though everything was all groovy and splendid, I, I had never gotten groped before this. And I did oh. get groped just a small handful really? of times, um, which is like interesting. Not like full on, like in my private parts, but my ass was touched multiple times. It, that was the first time I've been touched in the ass by anybody besides you. Right. right. So it was, I know, I'm sorry. I should have told you sooner than right now. Um, I know you're mad. Please don't be mad. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. All right. Thank God. I'm going back this weekend. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't like terrible. Um, obviously I didn't like it, but it did make me, and this is just me being like a fucking white knight all of a sudden, but it did make me think about how that's how women are in, in, in clubs and, and like, you know, right. Everyday situations. Yeah, sure. Um, which is unfortunate, obviously. Yeah. Um, Damn, that took a turn. It did. Uh, but overall, cool experience. Uh-huh. Uh, just like the mood in itself overall was really cool. Yeah. Uh, would You're like, someone back. just touched my butt, but gosh, it's so <laughs> fun in here. Um, I got <laughs> – so I did get recognized several did times. Did you? That's um, cool. And <laughs> uh, it was cool. Uh, one was in the beginning when we were walking into the part where it was like, you know – uh, half and half, pretty much, yeah. with the sexes. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> what I was actually told by somebody that I was with was like, oh, you should hang out there if you want to find, like, straight women. Because a lot of straight women actually go to these gay bars so they don't get hit on and they don't have to worry about these things. Um, yeah, because when you said that it was, like, 50-50, my mind jumped to that. Because I've heard that more than I've heard people saying that, like, heard people who I know who are lesbian being like, oh, I went to the, to a gay bar. Yeah. Because most, yeah, for the same exact reason that straight women feel more comfortable when they're around gay men. I wonder why. <laughs> well, I found out the reverse, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, a, a lady was like, oh my God, like, 
I've seen you somewhere. And she was kind of drunk. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was like, oh, you've probably seen me in porn. I always do that joke. And then, but uh-huh. anyways, but besides that, I got recognized by a couple of guys in the chapel part, you know, the part where there's mostly uh, guys. And that was cool that I just took some pictures. But there was one moment <laughs> where I thought it was funny because, like, I took a picture with a guy and he's like, wait, you're gay? Because, you know, you have to assume. Yeah, because you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, nah, like I'm here with some friends and yeah. stuff. And he was like, oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> you're like, I already queer bait on my podcast, so I thought I did in real life, too. Yeah. 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 No, it was cool. It was cool. But um, we should go sometime. Aaron, I know you're down. Aaron. Uh, head. What the hell? What? Why? What? What, what the heck, dude? Aaron, that's so offensive. He knows that he'd get flirted on a lot. That's probably why. Yeah, that's probably yeah, why. Yeah, he's, yeah, he can't handle all that. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> that's a that's a cool story, man. I dig that. Are, are you actually gonna go back? Uh, no, yeah. Why not? Maybe maybe not that one, but I'd love to explore around WeHo, especially in LA. Uh, is always you know full yeah, of West Hollywood, all those kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you go out with? I didn't get the invite. Oh, um, well, you know, where's my invite? It's weird. You were probably like out of town or something. No, I wasn't. you you were. No, when was when was this? I'll when, tell you. I'll tell you right now. If I was out of town, when was this? You actually were. You were in California or in North uh, Cal. We're already in California. You <laughs> fucking. That's. <laughs> damn it, dude! I was up at the river hanging out with white trash, and you were getting your ass subtly touched. <laughs> so, but it, but it was but it was enough that like you could tell that it wasn't accidental. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. When you feel fingers, if you, if you feel like bag of hands, that's just normal. Mm. But like when you're like feeling a little pinch and you know whatnot, that was weird. I was like, holy shit, yeah, wow, that happened. And then, you know, life goes on, I suppose. But yeah, it is what it is. That is a great small glimpse into what it's like to be a woman. Yep. And probably shouldn't be that way. Nope. Nope. And this has been the latest TED Talk by Emmett and Matoki. About how to not sexually harass women in public. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I feel I feel weird joking about things like this story that you sh- that you just shared because like I don't know. There's there's a few different subjects that we've covered just now, right? There's yeah. like gay people in gay bars and then there's women getting their pri- like their butts touched in mm-hmm. public places. Like, it's just kind of sensitive subjects that oh, you yeah. don't really want to make jokes right. about. You know what I mean? Bro, trigger warning. Yeah. Hey, guys, um, spoilers. No, <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like sensitive subjects are, are difficult to oh yeah to broach in that way. I was just having a conversation with um, a friend of mine about something similar. Like the last picture that I posted on my Instagram, for example. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's like when, whenever you're trying to be funny – not whenever you're trying to be funny, but many times when you try to be funny, you can't be sure that you're not offending someone. Yeah, you kind of have to reread it, right? And yeah. Make sure that there's no way you could interpret it the wrong way. Right. And so, like, you know, for example, right now, I feel the need to say that I have nothing against gay people. And I think that it's wrong to touch women's butts in public. Sure, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Right. But, like, the, I, I also think, on the flip side, that there should be a space where you can be lighthearted and make a joke about going to a gay bar and not being gay and make a poorly timed joke about docking <laughs> or, you know, to right. gay bars that are connected. It's hard. I mean, especially for us on this podcast, like we want to make jokes all the time. Right? Yeah. But if we're like talking about sensitive subjects, then it, it might be bad timing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult because like, 
I'm thinking now that I have more time being like out of college and stuff like that, I'm like thinking about what I want to try and dip my toe into in the world of, of, you know, being, I guess in the working world. And, you know, so there's, there's a few different things I could do what I'm doing right now, which is more like academic related, related to what I did in school. But then I could also, um, you know, I have interest in trying to do something in entertainment, like, like you've been doing for a couple of years. And, you know, that's, one of the big reasons why I agreed to like start this podcast with you. You oh, know what I mean? Sure. Are you ever worried that like shit that we say on this podcast will um, creep up behind you and bite you in the ass? Oh yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. I mean, just like, like different little you sound like that, bites. I might like it if it, <laughs> if it bit me in the ass, if it asked first, Yeah, you know, um, but no, like, like in the same way that if you make a joke, okay, so say I make a joke on the podcast and for anyone who has listened to it for a while, they kind of at this point know our personalities um, so. and know some of the more serious things that we've talked about. And so you, you can kind of understand through that context that I'm probably not being serious if for I'm sure. like trying to make light or, or, you know sarcastically say this stereotypical right. joke you know what i mean it's supposed to be ironic like i've made fun of, of you for being asian plenty yeah and i, I hate it <laughs> <laughs> but like i know you and you're one of my friends yeah, and we yeah. can like it's something that we're comfortable joking mm-hmm. about because like we have whoa a moth just flew by our faces me, dude. where the fuck did that okay but we have like repartee between right. the two of us. Like, no, I get it. I love it when you give me like <laughs> shitty stereotypical jokes. It's super good. Right. But you could easily like take that. No, I know you love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Aaron, take this part out. Dude, stop slanting your eyes. I can see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see, cause then you can throw the joke right back at me sure, sure, sure. and it's, it makes it more funny. That's not throwing it back at me, but that's like laughing at yourself yeah. basically. But like someone could easily take a soundbite of me saying something jokingly offensive. Oh, yeah. Out of context. And not also include a part where I might say, hey, guys, just joking. I love all Asian people. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like like a part where you try and explain the joke. Right. We should do the reverse instead. So we should just take out the sound bit where you just said. Oh, I love all Asian people. How about that? We should do that instead of all the shitty parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's that? (laughs) Instead of like. Slander. It's like prom- <laughs> just random promotion, yeah, anonymous promotion. Exactly. Hey guys, just wanted you all to know that Emma Barnes loves Asian people. <laughs> yeah, yellow fever. What yeah. can I say? But then everyone know that's not true. So it's just it's fucked either way. I suppose. Right. It's just like like in the world of the internet, where everything that you put out publicly is there for the foreseeable future. You know what right. I mean? It's just like. It's an interesting – this is this has been said millions of times already, but it's an interesting, like, field that our generation now has to navigate that the generation before us, like, totally didn't have to. Yep, yep. Like, every day when I go on, on Snapchat or, like, Instagram Discover or TikTok is another great example, mm. and you see people doing, like, pretty dumb, embarrassing shit. Yeah. It's just like, hey, when you're an adult, People are going to be able to see oh, yeah. that of you if they want to. Oh, dude, absolutely. Um, there's been times even because, um, yeah, you, like you mentioned, I've been doing this obviously for years. I think I'm almost up to six years now, which is fucking crazy to dude, me. You're old. Uh, at least being public with like my work. Sure. Um, and there's I, there's definitely cringy shit that I've done that I regret wholeheartedly. 
Right. Um, I'll give you an example because I, I like I I think I, I admit it. Like I, I I'm not afraid to just straight up shoot myself in the foot here, but mm-hmm. like. There's one video, and, and sure, maybe it's not that bad, but I think it's mad cringy. Um, in the sake of comedy, I would make jokes that were just fucking cheap shots, right? So okay. there's a video back in high school, maybe sophomore-ish year, I made a video that was called Things That Annoy Me, mm. right? And it's just one of those classic talking vlogs where everybody used to make those videos where they just sit in front of their camera in their fucking bedroom. Uh-huh. In my case, it was the guest bedroom because I avoided all my family members. Um <laughs> Who were all hanging out in your room. <laughs> no, it was like in the basement. <laughs> sure. Away from everything. Okay. Um, and so I think I started out the video saying like, oh, uh, let's just get the easy th- easy things out of the way for things that annoy me. Uh-huh. So I list off like five things. I think I said like uh, slow Wi-Fi. Um, I, don't, I don't remember. Bad food or something, uh-huh. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the very end, I say, and black people. And then I said, uh, no, guys, I'm kidding, okay? Slow Wi-Fi is not that bad. <laughs> and, like, dude, it's like, okay, like, I get why I thought it was funny because I was a kid, right? Right. But now I'm like, bro, you don't do that. Don't do that. You don't have to right. fucking do that, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, in, in that situation, like, I, I agree that that's probably not the best joke to make. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just like, it's obviously ironic. Like that's the whole fucking point is like, you, that's the joke. Right. Like, you're not supposed to say that. And that's why. Right. And there's, I mean, there's definitely things that when I've talked to people about like trying to, to be able to do comedy without worrying about offending people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like definitely things that I'll, I'm a hundred percent okay with keeping off limits. Sure. Like, sure. There's, there's things that I think we shouldn't joke about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I feel like there are a couple things, um, when it comes to people getting offended at jokes that I don't, I don't really like mostly. And, and I think a lot of people feel this way is like, um, getting offended on someone else's behalf. Mm. I think that's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Um, just, uh, but, but the interesting thing is. Maybe it's not so interesting, but I, so I'm approaching it obviously from the standpoint of being a white male, cis white male, cisgendered straight white male. So when I say something and if it's, if it's offensive, it's like, here's this person who's seen no hardship or disadvantage in their life, putting someone else down or like, you know, punching down something like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there should be ways to like. Basically, I'm saying I want to make offensive jokes and not have people hold it against right. me. Right. Well, a loophole around that is to just um, do like so. For example, like if you want to make a gay joke, you just have to come out as gay. And that's that's, just, that's how it works. Yeah. Because it's a choice. Everybody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you just like say something offensive, then yeah. you just hop into that social group and you're like, I'm just making fun of my own group. Right. Kevin Spacey did it. You know, Kevin Spacey did like, it. Oh, uh, oh like, Kevin Spacey molested a guy. You're like, well, hi guys, I'm gay. Well, I'm gay. And it's like, wait, but you still molested him. <laughs> it's like, hold up. Wait, no, but I said I'm gay. Wait a minute. So it's okay. Oh, speaking of which, it, it was resurfaced recently that Kesha, you ever hear, have you heard about this? The whole Kesha thing? With her manager? Uh, no, 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 no. Tour bus. So what, what? what she used to do um, is like the guy, I believe dancers, like backup dancers for her on tour, uh-huh. whenever they were getting onto the tour bus, they would, she made them take off their pants, sh- show her their genitals, and then she would take pictures of it 
and say, that's right, you're in the, <laughs> the vagina jungle, baby, or something along those lines. And so like they just had to deal with that shit. Whoa. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, but at the same time, she had didn't. Sh- there was like a big story about her manager like totally taking advantage of her. Yeah, it's. Right? I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying though. It's like right. fucked. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, She's yeah, in yeah. a shitty situation. Right. But but that's also at the same time that's not an excuse. Right. You know what I mean. Hundred percent. Yeah. Sticky like, situation. Sticky si- dude. That's not a good joke. To that make. wasn't even fucking what I was <laughs> no, going I'm not, for. No, Jesus. I'm but they're. Dude, how about this? Mm-hmm. We just say a bunch of offensive shit right now, <laughs> and then we totally don't mean it. Yeah, dude, let's just say the N-word. Oh, my God. dude. What could go wrong? Like, there's an example of something that you just, like, totally can't say. Dude, fuck that. Like, like, sexual assault, I think, not something good to joke about. Right, right. But there are lots of topics that I feel like as we should be able to talk to them. It shouldn't be something that we're, like, not allowed to talk about things. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think that it's healthy for people to be able to kind of take a step back and just if there's a joke that you take offense to just like for five minutes kind of drop your your need to take offense and just kind of like chill out about it a little bit Sure, okay and maybe that sounds a little bit like kind of blunt and rude to say Mm -hmm. i don't know there's so many people out there who could be listening you know what i mean that it's that it's hard when you're choosing your words to make sure that you're catering to everybody. Right, right. And that's like one of the ridiculous challenges of doing something (sighs) for public consumption. Sorry, I (laughs) touched your leg. You okay with that? But, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like I I understand that probably me feeling like I should be able to make a joke about most things Mm -hmm. and then someone else feeling like they their prerogative is kind of to take offense to something that could offend someone in the world. Right. Probably the middle ground is somewhere in between, you know, and I'm totally okay with that, but I feel like (sighs) it's hard. Yeah. Everybody's different, man. At the end of the day. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyways, uh, we're going to go ahead and cut to a mid roll real quick, but we'll be right back. I kind of like that I spent most of the first half talking about how I like didn't want to offend anyone. And so the way that I ended up explaining that was just like saying lots of ums and ahs and like worrying about my words. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, you were, you were on thin ice here. You're right. It's like a little bit meta, but basically when you're putting something out into the world, you know what I mean? Like you want to, at least I feel like I have to think about every sort of audience who could listen to it, you know? Mm whether it's random strangers who might take offense to it, whether it's my friends who might make fun of me for it, whether it's my future family, like my kids, whether I would sure. want them to come across it and like, you know. Yeah, your kids are definitely going to roast you for this podcast. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But it's just like, it's it's interesting because in your in your private everyday life, like there's so many like mistakes that you make and embarrassing things that you do. Mm. And so the idea that if you are really going to put something out into the world. At least I know I would want to make sure that it's like perfect and exactly what I want it to be. And like that, that type of perfectionist mindset, at least, you know, it's, it seems like that's been something that in the past for you has made it difficult for you to like actually really be satisfied with a video that you put out. Oh yeah. And you know, I see other people, um, who will, will put out content that they know is like not going to be the best, mm-hmm. but it's just like for the sake of continuity. I mean, I mean we've we've talked about that a little yeah, bit. Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. like you just gotta ha- 
post regularly if you want to like build a following and so not everything has to be a gem yeah but it's like difficult going in to be like this might be something that i'm going to be embarrassed about in the future but fuck it i'm going to just do it you know <laughs> yeah i guess that's like a it's like a it's a it's a weird but good mentality to have like it's dangerous don't get me wrong but at the end of the day like you're going to just do random shit that that might bite you in the ass but whatever you got to keep going you got to right. keep pumping along yeah. And I mean, Chris and I had a conversation the other day where we were kind of talking because like, you know, the only other thing that worries me is, is trying to cater to, to the people who might take offense to something that I'm saying mm-hmm. and like make sure that I'm not saying something that's like negative, that's going to be some negative force that I'm putting out in the world. Yeah. But then also trying to say things and do things that I, I feel are kind of authentic, not try and like pander to people, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, and Chris and I were talking about how the scariest part of that, about trying to be an authentic person in the public, is like if you're authentic and then people don't like the authentic things that you do, mm. then it's kind of a reflection of you. It's like yeah. if I'm authentic and people in this public sphere reject me, then basically people don't like the real me. Yeah, that's a big fear. But the thing is, we love people who are unafraid to be authentic. That's true. That's like, true. I know I absolutely do. Yeah. A lot of our friends and like people in public who I've seen around um, who are like really, really genuine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that person's fucking cool. Right. Because they're confident and you want to be like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, there are plenty of people who are like who just genuinely piss me off. You know, mm-hmm. it's tricky. Like you. I, that's how I am with you. <clears throat> do you mean that? Yeah, 100%. So uh, did you basically just explain all that so that if you say anything offensive If I say future, anything ever <laughs> offensive for the rest of my life, I'm covered. Yeah, you're chilling. You just play this clip, boom, easy. Boom. This is going to be the opening clip on all of my public profiles. <laughs> Yo, uh, while we were in the break, I, I remembered uh, a random <laughs> little bit about the whole gay bar. Um, and that was, and this is like random, we're just going back to it, but... The whole uh, the whole chapel had just pole dancers everywhere, and that was nice. That was wild because, like, yes, I have been to strip clubs, but like, mm. I didn't realize that you could just have like pole dancers at normal club slash bars. Um, I, so I could see why you would want to go back and make sure this <laughs> detail made it in. <laughs> Damn it! You found out. You knew it. So yeah, like literally, that's cool. You just look around. There's just dudes on top of these like pedestals on poles, just. They're buff as fuck, dude. I was like, oh, because I was gonna ask, is it like jacked dudes? Oh yeah, or is it like jacked motherfuckers? Like more lean, like slender guys who can like <laughs> slither up and down the pole. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's both, but mostly I just saw jacked dudes just getting it, and they're you know they're they're flaunting their shit, man. You walk by, they're shaking their ass and hmm. genitals in your face. Um, <laughs> and it's quite the experience. The way you said that, genitals and your genitals face. in your face. It was cool though. Um, of course, we did talk about like groping and shit, but yeah. I, listen, okay, I want to talk about this, but I don't think we ever like had a good way to segue into it. But sure, I get a decent amount of DMs. Okay, mm-hmm. weird flicks, but okay. Um, and sometimes it's from women that are just like, "Oh my god, like, oh, you're cute," blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Very innocent, cute. Sometimes it's from gay guys, and I'm not gonna lie, over half of them mm. are very crude very upfront yeah. and explicit okay like they will just straight up you know 
instead of being like, hey, I'm single, you're cute, maybe we should like, go out. Uh-huh. It's more like, I'm going to fucking suck the hell out of your dick. Let me eat that ass. Like, it's just like, whoa, nice. man. That's cool. I know. Every single one I've taken up their offer. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no um, like this is, okay, this is guy. And like, he will message me and respond to my stories and just like, oh my God, let me just read them to you. They, they talk for themselves. So the first one I thought was funny because I did read this one. He sent it to me in the very beginning and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like this guy's just mean. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I made the post about the whole Jesus video, of course. And that's like the whole Christianity video that I made. I'm playing Jesus. And this guy goes, making fun of Mormons? You are such an idiot. You will regret this. Oh man, I'm you fucked. will regret this. I'm, I'm going to. Hell. I'm going to tell the whole gay community about this. <laughs> the gays and the Mormons. You don't know this, but we're super tight. And then it takes a 180, just flips on its dick, and it goes, "Dude, what the fuck? You look bloated. Let me give you some head to relieve that tension." <laughs> oh, there so it then is. Insults me, and then there it is. me up. And he goes, I want nothing more than to pull your pants down and tongue fuck your sweet hole. Wow. Yep. And it keeps going, I want you to finger fuck me with that middle finger. Yum. Even better. And then I did like a dancing video that he responded, do that on my face while I t- <laughs> tongue fuck you, please. <laughs> Dance on my face. And he like basically repeats that in another comment. And then he goes again, let me suck you off, man. It'll be our secret. It'll be our secret. And again, I want to suck you off. I want to tongue fuck you. I want to tie you to a headboard and tongue fuck you, man. Let's Dude, hook it up. Dude, I won't Can tell I anyone. off you, please. Dude, we want to see your dick. You're fine, man. Mm. Anyways. You get the idea. It's it's something else. I'll yeah. tell you, what, I do get I, I get other guys like that too, and pff, shit's weird. But um, I don't know. There's better ways of flirting with people you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, there's there's been a couple of people who I've blocked. I think it's the same person. If we're if because I think I know who you're talking about, and I recently had to block them from Instagram because. Just like my friends would bring it up to me back when I was still in school. They would because they would like see something that I would post mm-hmm. and then like kind of browse through the comments and see something like super fucked. Oh, a public comment? Yeah. Whoa. It like wasn't even a DM. I think it was the same guy. And he was like saying all this like gnarly shit. Gnarly. And I was like, dude, not in, not public. Okay. <laughs> DM me about it. How are we supposed to have this threesome in secret? Jesus. Man. Whatever. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, that's not cool. But you know what is cool? People who really do genuinely support us and and think that we're doing a good job. Because honestly, and this is me. T- this yes, it is. You are correct. This is that's me tooting my own horn. Yes. <laughs> no, but but like, on occasion, I'll get someone who like reaches out to me on some sort of social media mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, I actually just started listening to your guys' podcast, and I think it's really funny." No. Oh. And I I have such a difficult time being able to tell whether it's funny. You know what I mean? What, our own? Our, yeah, our podcast. <laughs> I was like, what, the comment? The comment, yeah, yeah. If the comment's not funny, I totally just ignore right. it. <laughs> no, it's so mean. But, but like, it's it's really sweet to, like, hear from – that sounds so pandery. That sounds <laughs> so pandery. Please send me more messages. Yeah, but, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really think I'm that funny. And I don't really you're think not, you're you that funny. Yeah, you and I don't should. really think Aaron, like any of my close friends, because I hear our humor all the time. Yeah. So it's like, well, get, better get used to it because guess what? You're coming out with your new YouTube video. Oh. Whoa, dude. When is it coming out, dude? I've been waiting for months. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Tell me about Come it. Come on. I feel, nah. Dude, make me feel shittier. It's so funny. I'm So my goal is, mm-hmm. 
and I'm saying this live on this podcast. One billion subscribers. Yes. One day. Um, no, my goal is by the time you're listening to this, it'll already be up. Yep. And if it's not, and if it's you guys not, get to impale him on then a I'm stick. Then I'm canceled. Yep. Oh, impale mm, on a stick. Mm, oh. I'm going to just dance all up on that shit because I'm a gay pole dancer. <laughs> You're a pole dancer. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. But so I made a, I made a <laughs> YouTube video. I, I think. did mention it. Yeah. Okay, dude. We got it. You may, are you nervous at all? Yeah. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't really told that many people about it. Yeah. And that kind of is related to what I was talking about in the first half about like not being sure about things that I put out. Like mm -hmm. being a perfectionist, I don't want to have to go through that like learning process where your shit just like legitimately sucks. Okay. And I was talking to Sam about it and uh, back when I, when we like first recorded it and big thanks to Matoki um, because he helped me record it and he was in it. Um, big That's thanks right. to Sam, our roommate, because he helped me edit it as did you. Um, but I was like, I don't want to put it out if it sucks. And he's like, it's, oh, it's going to suck. Oh yeah, dude. It's going to suck. But that's how you get better oh, yeah. is you just like do the shitty stuff and then you learn how to make the shitty stuff slightly better. Mm -hmm. And I just, I hate that because I know that it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know that that's true of virtually anything that you do. Um, but it was kind of comforting cause like I was, I was kind of curious how other people have, have done like bigger names sure. on YouTube. Um, and one of the best examples that I found was actually David Dobrik. Mm. I went back to, um, his first vlogs, yeah. um, which I'd never actually bothered to go and check out, but his first vlog ever has like 12 million views. You know oh, what I mean? Nice, yeah. Cause like enough people have <laughs> gone back oh, yeah, and watched it. Maybe it's not 12 million, but like, it's not a super good video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, obviously the production value is way different, but, like, it's not super interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about improvement, man. Right. I always look back at my old videos, and I'm just, like, cringing. But, like, that shows that you've, you know, changed. And oh, yeah, those are bad. <laughs> Th those are, that's you're actually like, you know a prime example. A month ago? Yeah, that one's ass, <laughs> That too, one man. sucked. Fuck. Oh, yeah, wait, you legitimately, you put, you, did you put it up on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. The one with Rance and Niana? Yeah, yeah, That's That's dope. I love I that. He's like almost got a million views already, but it's like nobody fucking cares. Uh, not even a mil. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Careful, dude, because I'm coming after you. Yeah, if your first video doesn't get a million, I'm <laughs> taking you off. My roommates. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so, so I recorded it. We recorded it, what, about like two months ago? I think so, yeah. And it's just taken me a, a bunch of time to edit it. That's right. Like, I've, you know. It's my first time, so I'm yeah. not not good at getting into that groove. <laughs> it's it's your first time. You just gotta go nice, it's so and special, soft, mm, so delicate. Make sure it's with the right person. Yeah. Um. But now you can't give me shit for being so slow on videos. I know I'm bad, but now you understand why. Hey, girl. The only reason you posted this one was because it was with Rans and Neon, and they were here from the Philippines. So you kind of had to take an afternoon to actually like record something with them. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about in general. Just no, I know, but, I but before that, the last one was, hey, why? this is why I quit YouTube. Isn't that no, the last one I you posted? I made a Jesus video, which I did oh, in about right. two weeks. So, mm, I don't know, suck a dick maybe. <laughs> I might do that and make it my second video. <laughs> oh, well, you can't put that on YouTube. Oh, no, this isn't for YouTube. This <laughs> oh, is for porn. Oh, yeah. God damn it, we talked about porn again. <laughs> today, <We're always laughs> <talking about> porn, <laughs> today, Matogi and I were talking. 
And I can't remember what it was. Maybe we were talking about like maybe segments that we would use on this yeah. episode. And you're like, dude, we can't talk about porn. We're talking about porn too much. <laughs> yeah, I brought I brought up. I was like, yo, Emmett, there's this fucking porn video that I watched today, <laughs> and it was fucking so funny that I wanted. I was like, I want to show you. And you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but, ah, man, fuck, I can't talk about this. I was, I was like, dude, just tell me about it live on the podcast. And he was like, dude, we talk about porn too much. Every single fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it is what it is. But it's a difficult, like, honestly, I got to give you props because it's difficult to make a YouTube video. It is. It's ass, man. I remember even, like, I know I don't really work on too many videos right now. I work on, like, side projects. But I do remember, like, I feel so shitty about it sometimes where I'm like, damn, I have, you know, Close. To, I have like over four million followers on Facebook. I have like one point five million on on YouTube, and I and for the last two years I haven't been like consistent with like shit that I'm making. So those are the numbers right. that I have to beat. Yeah, four on yeah, Facebook yeah. and one. Okay, but like Continue. it's like I feel like guilty as if like I don't deserve those. Mm. But then I did think about it the other day that I was like, damn. But honestly, in high school, I and like the beginning of college, I grinded a yeah. lot. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I fucking I didn't sleep a lot. Like I worked my ass off sometimes because I wanted that to happen. Yeah. And I think I got a little bit comfortable um, and didn't let, you know, that 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 I guess energy continue on. But yeah. But at the same time, like you're doing lots of different projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so do you think that it's possible that like people still feel like you're out there in the realm of content that they take in because of the different things that you do? People don't know. People don't know anything, like, when it comes to that kind of stuff. No. Honestly, yeah, despite the fact that I go on dozens of, like, auditions and, Uh you know, host different shows and, um, you know, act in certain shows, like, it's just because they don't see the platforms that I'm on with those, those, you know, programs because people will still comment all the time like oh my god like i thought you were dead and you know uh, where are your youtube videos and Uh all this stuff i'm like damn i just posted like you know two videos in the past couple months but whatever and i get it like it's just dude i haven't been active i guess you just gotta get on more like bigger platform shows i guess so dude how did you not get that audition for the boys dude (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we were watching the boys and then i was like oh i didn't i didn't audition for that they wanted me to do a a japanese accent and i was like no i don't want to do oh that's what it was was okay i I don't want to do that shit plus like i can't really do it well and then my mother would be very offended no try right now (laughs) (laughs) oh uh konichiwa anyways uh speaking of auditions i had an audition for um a big like nbc show should we talk about are you allowed to talk about it i didn't sign shit uh (laughs) (laughs) but well but actually if it happens Uh uh-huh it would be it would it's okay because it would um they're shooting this week and so yeah that's what i was gonna say you said something about yeah friday right 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 but um i will keep our fingers crossed i don't know the last one didn't didn't go through but it's, it's so fucking shitty doing these auditions, man, because yeah. you never hear back from them. It's not like job offers. I mean, sure, sometimes job offers or, like, interviews, you don't hear from them back. But most of the time, it'd be like, oh, you know, sorry, like, it's not going to be a fit or whatever. Yeah, yeah Auditions, yeah. you just do them, and then you never hear from them ever again. So what I wonder is, in so in the world of, like, more traditional jobs where you would have to interview, mm-hmm. um, like, there's definitely the advantage of knowing someone and, and getting that foot in the door and getting a reference from someone who already works there. Yeah. Is there something similar in terms of, like, like knowing someone associated with a project that you're auditioning for and them, like, kind of giving your audition a little bit more special treatment for the 
casting directors? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, it has to a lot to do with your agents and your managers because people, if you don't have an agent or manager, people aren't going to take you seriously because mm. who's like, you know, who's supporting you? Who's right. like the saying like, oh, yes, I, you know, I secondhand that. Uh-huh. Um, and then other than that, obviously, it helps that I do have followers. And that was actually one of my goals like when I started out was like, oh, I'm going to become you know, big on YouTube so that I can get like auditions and whatnot. Yeah. That was one of the positives, I think, when mm-hmm. I started out. But anyways, uh, I feel like I've talked a lot about myself and I don't really enjoy doing that. But, you know, who I do want to hear from, you know. Can I, can I guess? <laughs> can I guess? That's right. I have Chris on the phone. <laughs> no, Aaron. Aaron. I'd love uh, to hear this time from Aaron's Aaron's Corner. Corner. Hey. What's going on, my dude? Hi, Aaron. Hello, idiot. <laughs> yes, you made it. So that's, you said it's singular. Does that mean? Is, I'll sign like, towards that. Emmett? Yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. High five. No, no, next okay. week it'll be you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, right, b- right before we started recording, we sat down and, and Aaron was like, what's up, idiots? <laughs> and it was just so funny the way he said it. I was like, Aaron, can you start the podcast? And then no, we, what did I say? We did, so I, I don't know. We didn't do I that, said no. obviously. I said no. It's but I'm I so glad that you. you started your corner that way. Yeah, I Hi, felt Aaron. like it. How you All doing? Right? Time. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you this. Please. Always. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you read a book? A while ago. A couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to lie. Don't lie to us, idiot. <laughs> no, I read Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. <laughs> we know you're illiterate. Okay, you can't read. You know Malcolm Gladwell? <laughs> yeah, I probably do. He's Jewish. Before. God. What the fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> See. Why are you being rude? See, yeah. I don't know if that's offensive that's or not. That's offensive, dude. Anyway, so, I've definitely if it is, heard I apologize. the name before. But yeah? I mean. Anyway. Uh, Okay, just continue. All right, pretend like you have. Well, that was still a couple weeks ago, right? Right. So hot. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so this is what I'm seeing. Uh, you know how like, two, what was it? Two weeks ago, I said we people should listen to albums more. Yes. I cool. do. I do. So recall. you're not that stupid, I guess, because you remember <laughs> that. Hey, thanks, Proud Aaron. Of you, bud. Appreciate that. Um. Anyway, Books. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't get to say everything I wanted to say about that one, but now I'm like, uh, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Everyone should listen Where's this to going? albums more. What album? Wait, you Recommend already said them. that okay, the well, first time. Yeah, I know. I just, because I want to finish the thought, because I had thought about it after. Um, it kept them up. Is this up. a repeat episode? Because you're like, oh, <laughs> what, deja vu. <laughs> what album? And I said, <laughs> Billie Eilish's new yeah. album is pretty good, and I like that. But also, like one of my favorite albums of all time is Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, uh, and I didn't get to say that. Uh, um, what a beatnik um, over here. So I wanted to say that just so everyone everyone should go listen to that. Just like put it on, not on shuffle. Definitely not on shuffle. Dear Do God, not listen not to an album on shuffle. Don't fucking listen to it on shuffle. All right, listen to it how the artist intended from the start to the finish because mm. a good artist will like tell a story throughout an album. A lot of pop albums don't do that. Like Billie Eilish just kind of does that, but not really. But Dark Side of the Moon does definitely. Wow. Anyway, books, right? Right. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so I started reading a book like this past week because I'm uh-huh. like, I need to read something. Is so it I got a pop-up this... book? You know, No, it... it's actually a very... Uh, Does it have a lot of pictures? Very... It doesn't have any pictures, actually. It's, is it the comic section of the newspaper? No, can you fucking <laughs> let me speak? Yes. 
Um, it's called the three body problem. Have you heard of it? I just, I, uh, did you say something I to us earlier? Yeah. So I didn't tell you, but I told Sam about it. So maybe he told you. Okay. Anyway, um, it's really cool. So it's a sci-fi book, but anyway, I'm just saying like people should read more. It's fun. Can you give me a synopsis or yeah, give us I like mean, a book okay, I just, well, that book? I think you should read this book. It's really good. If, especially if, okay, honestly, I'm only part one. I just finished part one, which is just an intro to characters. So the story hasn't even started yet, but I'll tell you what I was told the story was about. Mm. Okay. Whoa, I was spoilers. told. No. What? You can't spoil a book, Matoki. You can't spoil a book, you idiot. You could just jump to any page, okay. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Emmett's no longer the idiot now. You can't Doug spoil a book idiot. for me, dude. Yes, I mean, I'm illiterate. Okay. All right. Do you want me to tell you? Because it's actually pretty interesting. Because I, I told Brian, he's like, whoa, I want to listen to that now. Dude, I want you to tell me okay. so bad. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to tune in next week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> for part oh, I'm two. joking. I'll tell That's you. Funny. Hey, guys, we're pivoting and turning this podcast into a book club. Yeah, what's up, guys? That'd Welcome actually back. be kind of cool. That'd be All cool. Right, everyone. Turn anyway. to page 23. And um, popcorn so reading. So basically, we have audience popcorn, popcorn reading. <laughs> the idea is, first off, I have to tell you this. It's a Chinese book. Like a Chinese author wrote it and it's translated into English. So it's all set in China. At least the first part. All the characters are Chinese and set in China during the... The first part's during, like... Actually, I don't, I'm not even going to say because maybe part two other shit will happen. Anyway... It doesn't matter when or where it's set, okay? Hey, just one coherent thought. I just, <laughs> I just need to know one thing that the All book right, is about. So this is what I was told it was about. All right. So basically, um, you know how we're like, we have satellites set up to like listen for outer space mm-hmm. noises to see if life exists? Yeah, yeah, what's out there? That's just dope. So basically, the idea of the book is we get a signal mm-hmm. saying aliens are coming in a couple years and they're going to kill you. Whoa. Whoa. And so then it's basically what we do and how we try to survive. Mm. That's and it's a three-part se- uh, series. It's a three-part series. I'm reading the first book right now. I just finished part one of the first book, which is just an intro to the characters, as I said earlier. During This is actually this is why I kind of mentioned the China part. So um, during the 1960s, China had a cultural revolution that I had never learned about in school. Neither did I. It's crazy the shit that they were doing. Mm. It was so, it's like basically they were like, it was like all the communists were taking over kind of, and it was just crazy shit were happening. And they were like killing, they killed a lot of people. Oh yeah. Mm. Fucking massacres. Yeah. I think there's like reports. I mean, it's not, I was reading Wikipedia and it said something between like half a million to 2 million people died. Or some shit like that. Half a million to two million? Yeah, that was a really well, big margin. You have to understand that like the Chinese government tried to hide. I believe that. The fact that like how many people actually died. I believe. Is this the, around the same time as Tiananmen Square? I don't know when that was. Off the top of my head. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I think Tiananmen Square was later. Probably. Yeah. Like 70s maybe? maybe? Yeah. Uh, Who knows? It's yeah. very relevant with the whole Hong Kong situation going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. True. Anyway. Interesting. Cool. Good little book recommendation. So it's a cool, non-fiction man. book, but I learned about fiction stuff. Wait, no, it's a fiction book. It's a fiction book that I learned (laughs) about. I learned about fiction, you know, the cultural revolution in China. You know, (laughs) fake shit. Anyway. Everyone knows communism is Anyway, cool book. Anyway, people should read more. You should read more Malcolm Gladwell. Is that what you said? Close enough. Yeah. Cool. I think he, I think, I don't think I know him because he's Jewish. I think he wrote another famous book that probably everyone has heard of, and I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's, um, what was the book you read? Very well known writer uh, uh, outliers it's oh, probably okay. one of his more popular books never heard so of it. i'm really just a bandwagoner at this point <laughs> anyway so yeah well, 
that's cool. Aaron, thank you awesome. so much. Thank you, Aaron. That was, dare I say, revolutionary. <laughs> um, hey, guys, we're here to convert you to this little thing called communism. That's right. Um, no, but books about aliens, that's dope because, guys, we're officially ready to announce that we're going to be having our first fan meetup at Area, Area 51. 51. That's right. Uh, so get your uh, shuriken ready and get ready to do a little Naruto Get ready ride. to Naruto all up <laughs> in their you, business. What did you just fucking say to me? Dude, Naruto? so many people call it Naruto. That's disgusting. I feel like I've heard you say Naruto before. Probably as a joke. Probably as a fucking joke about how dumb white people are. Do you are want to know how it's actually pronounced? Please. Naruto. Wow, you could have done the audition, dude. <laughs> that was super offensive. What the fuck? Um, do you have the uh, best listener? Yeah, let's do it. Let's head on over to the best listener in, in the, the world. world. Today's best listener comes from... Uh, it's It's someone's at, and I don't know if you're trying to have free advertising uh, for your fucking social media, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to pander to my audience. right like through this shit. No, just kidding. It's from at seten.tashi. There you go. You're welcome. Okay. Um, it's a review from uh, the podcast app. Thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a five-star review. That's good because it's the only kind of review you can leave. That's and it right. says, I reached enlightenment from listening to this podcast. No way. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. That's right. I'm not going to say that I'm God and Matoki is one of my archangels or whatever. I don't really know much about Christianity. Um, <laughs> but, y you know, you're welcome. It is. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. And this is a revolution and it's a religion that we're starting, baby. It's true. It's been etched in stone that if you meditate while listening to the podcast, you will get levitation powers. And by etched in stone, Matoki means we wrote it down while we were stoned as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's the same thing pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, that's pretty much all the... <clears throat> Sorry, I was smoking this doobie. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just had a great idea for a religious movement. Tell me. It's called the Enlightenment, and it's all about helping people lose weight to get closer <laughs> to God, literally. Anyway, think about that one for a little week, and uh, we'll be tuning into your... <laughs> Let us know what you think when we head back into your ears next week. God, what a fucking weird way to end a podcast. We're going to head right into those little ear canals. I'm going to run into your ears in about a week. God, we were running so strong for this whole episode, and then I just tanked us right at the yeah, finish line. Well, way Matoki, to go, dude. Save me. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>